Welcome to episode one in our Let's Talk About Sex podcast series. Today, we are chatting all about how pregnancy, birth, and postpartum life may affect your sex life. Enjoy. Hey, mama, I'm sending you wonderful pregnancy vibes. It's time for you to guide you through. Let's take some time for you. It's pregnancy with Welcome back to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast. You all know how I feel about the start of a new series and today is like all of them. It's incredible. It's been highly sought after and I think you're going to really love it. It applies to everyone. We are talking about sex, baby. Let's talk about you. (laughs) I feel like I couldn't introduce this podcast without giving you a tiny snippet of how terrible my singing voice is. But this is the brand new start of a podcast series talking all about sex. So this is a five-part podcast series. Now, how I've broken this series up is... The first two episodes are with yours truly, and I'll be talking about how pregnancy, birth, and postpartum hormonal changes and physical, social, emotional changes all may affect our sex life. In episode two, I'll be talking about tips and treatments and management strategies for those women who are having troubles with painful sex. Yes, this may shock some of you, but as a women's health physiotherapist, I do a lot of this work. So talking about sex, improving sexual function, helping to manage sexual sensations and strategies to help with painful sex is a huge part of what we do as women's health physios. So there'll be a huge episode on that in episode two. And then I interview the wonderful Nisha Gill, who is a holistic trauma and perinatal practitioner. So she specializes in supporting women to experience their potency through the profound intelligence of their bodies. So she is a beautiful soul who is joining us for the final three episodes in this series where we'll be talking about women and pleasure. We'll be talking about navigating birth and post-birth sex and all the emotional and social factors and having boundaries in our relationships and so many wonderful things and we'll also be talking about birth trauma and sex as well and she is the perfect person to have on this podcast to talk about all these topics so you'll hear from her in episodes three four and five Um, and I encourage you all if you want to get in contact with Nisha you can find her at feminine underscore instincts she has so kindly as well recorded a bonus audio track for posse members so if you want to check that out you go to the pregnancyposse.com remember you can trial it for seven days you can see all of these podcasts all at once plus you'll get access to this bonus audio track which Nisha has recorded and this audio track is all about relaxation embodiment so getting into our bodies and learning how to settle our nervous systems which is so important for everyday life but particularly for sexual function relaxing into intimacy and also for those women who may be having pain or troubles or some sort of difficulties with getting into their bodies, which I know I certainly have days where I find it really hard to get into my body. I'm so caught up in my head. I'm rarely ever in my body. So if you want to check out that bonus audio track or listen to all these episodes all at once rather than waiting for them to be released, you can find it in my online membership program, The Pregnancy Posse. Go to thepregnancyposse.com to check that out and you can trial it for seven days. Otherwise, let's get into episode one of our Let's Talk About Sex series. And today we're talking all about all the different physical and hormonal changes that you'll experience during pregnancy, birth, and after birth, which may impact your sexual life. So really important episode. Make sure you tune in, share it to your friends if you feel it's relevant and enjoy. 
Hello ladies. Um, let's talk about one of my favourite topics. I have been giving talks, presentations, um, all sorts of information on sex for a very, very long time, which a lot of you may not realise is part of my role as a women's health physio. And it's one of my favourite topics to talk about because it applies to everyone. So when I'm dealing with pregnant women, obviously there's had you know they've had sex to get pregnant so it's a topic that applies to everyone it's a activity of everyday living that still carries a little bit of taboo a little bit of shame for some women and i think it's a topic that we all need to be talking about because it can be problematic and it can be difficult and there can be things that change during pregnancy and after birth so i really want to talk about it and it's not like running or weightlifting which only applies to some women during pregnancy and after birth this is a topic that applies to everyone being intimate with yourself and with your partner applies to everyone it may look different for everyone but intimacy and sexual relationships applies to everyone so super 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 important topic now i wanted to kick it off with talking today about the changes that you may experience during pregnancy during birth and then after birth. Now, the reason I wanted to start here is because I don't think you can understand how your sexual relationship with yourself or with your partner may change until you completely understand how your body changes and how your hormones change and, you know, factor in all those changes because then you have the ultimate and utmost respect for what your body is going through or has been through and then you can appreciate and help to manage anything that might pop up during these phases and you can help to understand it more so I just thought it was really important that we start off with this because a lot of women expect particularly after birth that their body should be the same feel the same look the same act the same and I don't think you can really appreciate how much it's changed unless I tell you about it. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So we're going to kick off with pregnancy and how pregnancy changes the way that you might feel about yourself sexually and how your your physical changes may affect your sexual experience as well. So the first thing to note is that there is a huge increase in blood flow to your pelvic region. And now any woman with vulval varicosities or hemorrhoids would also know this because you get a lot of heaviness sometimes and a lot of swelling and engorgement in that area. But what's important to note is that when you get this increased blood flow to your pelvic region, for a lot of women, this can actually result in a heightened libido and an increased orgasm intensity because there's so much extra sensitivity and blood flow to that area. So you beauty, that's a winner winner for some women who do feel that their sexual drive and their sexual intensity and experience is heightened and more pleasurable and more exciting during pregnancy, which is fantastic. Now, keep in mind, that's not the case for everyone. Some women might actually find that intensity to be too much. They might actually find they're very sensitive in the pelvic region and that they can't handle you know, the same pressures or the same touch or the same stimulation that they used to be able to handle. So it can go either way, but it's important to note there is that huge increase in blood flow to that area. So things are going to feel different down there. Now, on the flip side of this, whilst I'm saying some women, yes, will experience that heightened libido and that, you know, orgasm intensity, some women's desires and arousal will dramatically reduced during pregnancy and this is for so many different reasons but most notably because of pain nausea discomfort adapting to a change in body image again pelvic or back pain which may limit your ability to move or feel comfortable you may have heaviness in your perineum which feels uncomfortable 
you might have reduced cardiac ability, i.e. you might get huffed and puffed much quicker. You might feel generally quite unfit. So your ability to perform in a sexual way compared to pre-pregnancy might be dramatically different because of your cardiac ability. So that's something to keep in mind. You might have just general bodily aches and discomforts. You might find a lot of positions are out of the question because you just can't move yourself in the ways that you used to be able to do that. You may find you have experience with incontinence and some women will get incontinence during penetration. Other women will get incontinence with orgasms. Uh, Some women may get both and some of will get neither so but that's something to be thinking about that's something to be aware of and it doesn't mean you can't have sex it may mean that sex feels different or looks different or you know is associated with some emotional baggage around it it also doesn't mean that you can't fix it so definitely if you're experiencing incontinence please go and see a pelvic floor physio that's something that we do help a lot with and then the other thing that can pop up which can be really challenging for some women is something called queefing so that is where I guess you know what for want of a nicer word it's like a vaginal fart so you may have felt it during sex you may feel it during certain yoga poses or when you're getting up off the floor where air is coming to the vaginal canal and then you go and like you compress that area and it squelches out so you get a vaginal fart it can be quite embarrassing for some women and it can happen during sex as well which can be something that is different for women to navigate so these are just all the things that may mean your sexual appetite is much much lower so again there's no right or wrong whether you're feeling more sexual or less sexual during pregnancy there is no right and wrong I'm just laying out all the different ways you might feel during pregnancy and how your body changes and all the things you might be having to deal with which may affect your intimacy and sexual relationships so another thing to note during pregnancy because um, some women are a little bit shocked by this if it does happen is that your breasts may leak during arousal so when you're in you know a heightened state of pleasure and arousal the same hormone that's involved in that is also responsible for your letdown reflex so that's the beautiful oxytocin hormone that you would have heard me talk about before and it's a great sign that you're relaxed and it's sometimes um, that's why they recommend women in labor if you're starting to feel tense or stressed they might recommend that you kiss your partner or be intimate with your partner to try and relax and get that oxytocin flowing and encourage labor to progress. So the oxytocin is the labor and the love hormone responsible for arousal, responsible for labor, but also responsible for the letdown reflex when you're feeding your baby. So just keep that in mind. It is not unusual when you are feeling aroused during pregnancy for your boobs, breasts, nipples whatever you want to call them to leak so keep that in mind it will not shock you if you do have a little bit of a milk drop while you're having um, some intimacy and feeling pleasure so that's cool so they're the main things to note when it comes to pregnancy and what you may experience with your sexual relationship to yourself and with your partner and the reasons why now let's get into birth and how that may affect your body and your physical changes and why that may feel different then for your sexual relationships after birth. So let's come back to basics. When we're talking about a vaginal delivery, remember your pelvic floor stretches up to two and a half times its usual length, two and a half times. Now remember that that's why the pelvic floor is so amazing, but any other muscle in your body would break if it stretch that much but your pelvic floor is designed to stretch that much but keep in mind we need to respect that so after birth 
even if you had the most straightforward, beautiful birth and no interventions and nothing went wrong, there's still so much physical stretch and pressure on that area that it's going to need time to heal and recover because two and a half times its usual length, that's going to need some really good rest and R&R after birth. So this may affect how long it takes for you to feel ready to return to intimacy in that pelvic region. So just keep that in mind. Your pelvic floor needs some physical R&R after birth. Now, let's add in any of the possibilities of perineal tears or episiotomies. There is now this scar tissue in that perineal area which needs to heal. So that's like an additional healing that needs to happen. Now, that scar tissue may also be quite sensitive as well. So it may need a little bit of treatment or desensitization after birth before you're feeling ready to welcome back pleasure into that area and welcome back touch and stimulation. So you may need to do some desensitization exercises such as massage and gentle self-touch and imagery looking at that area and reacquainting yourself with that area before you feel ready to be touched or stretched, particularly by somebody else as well. Then there's those women who have a C-section. So whilst that doesn't directly affect the pelvic area, it absolutely affects your ability to move and function and feel comfortable. So it's still a major scar, still a major operation that you need to heal from. So there's a lot of tissues in the abdomino-pelvic area that need to heal and rest and recover. And that may affect your desire or your ability to engage in sexual activities. And all of these factors that I've just mentioned they're all physical factors. Now we know that physical factors are one small, tiny, tiny, tiny bit of your sexual relationship. They really are only one facet. There is so many emotional and social factors that we need to consider about pregnancy and about the birth process that may affect your sexual function. Now, these are definitely things that we're going to discuss in a later episode with Nisha, including the topic of birth trauma. And we'll dive into the emotional and social factors around it. But I just wanted to discuss the physical factors today, but just also make mention of the fact that that is just one small, tiny facet of returning to sex after birth. And I think personally, so much more of it is about the emotional processing of your birth and of how you feel with your pelvic area and of how you feel as a mother now and how that affects your ability to be a sexual woman and, you know, sleep deprivation and, you know, change in dynamic with your partner and your relationships and feeling touched out and all of the things. There's so many things to consider and physical factors are just one part of it. So I just wanted to mention the physical from my point of view as a physiotherapist, that's a lot of what I work on, but you can't discount the emotional. And we're going to talk about that in a later episode. So now let's talk about afterbirth, the, the physical bodily changes that again may, well, to be honest, I would say pretty much affect most people. So let's talk hormones because that's the main thing that we need to be conscious of. So during your pregnancy, your estrogen levels are quite high. As soon as you deliver that placenta and baby has exited and pregnancy is over, that estrogen plummets right down to the floor once you've given birth. Now, what happens when this estrogen plummets is that it can cause the vagina to become quite dry, thin, 
less elastic and then therefore more prone to injury because there's generally less blood flow in that pelvic region. So think of it during pregnancy, you've got this high estrogen. It's like this, I'm going to use all the words that people hate right now, but this moist, plump, full of blood flow, engorged vulval and perineal area. Okay. And anyone who's been pregnant before will be like nodding right now and being like, oh yeah, I understand the swollen vulva, perineal, juicy, moist, full of blood analogy that I'm talking about. And I apologize if this is like assaulting your ears right now, but that's what it's like. And then as soon as that placenta is delivered and the estrogen drops to the floor, it does a 360. So it becomes drier, less blood flow, less elastic. So think of it as just like this sensitive, yeah, drier, more prone to injury area. And that I don't know how you're feeling right now. That doesn't sound like something that, you know, I want to get all sexual about. It doesn't sound like something that I would want penetration for. It sounds like, oh, no, thank you. I just want to break from anything in that area right now. It doesn't sound conducive to sexual activity. And primarily, the reason behind this is that once you've just delivered uh, a baby and you're breastfeeding, your hormones, uh, what they're trying to do is they're trying to encourage you to not have another baby because they're acknowledging that there is a, a, a small, tiny infant around somewhere that needs their mother, really needs their mother. They're not capable of surviving without their mother right now. And so your body is trying to say, this infant needs you so badly. So we're going to create this environment in your vagina so that you don't want to have sex because we don't want you to conceive another baby. <laughs> So I hope that helps to make sense. That's why we have that response is that so we don't have another baby. We're not ready to have another baby right now. So we're trying to make it as hard as possible for you to want to have sex to create another baby. Now, that's obviously not factoring in the fact that a lot of women would like to have sex after birth. And at any stage, there's no normal. There's no at this stage, you should have sex at the six week mark. Once you've been checked by your medical team, you should want to have sex. You should return to sex. Absolutely no. Some people will not have sex for the first year after having a baby. And if that feels good for you, then that's okay. And some people, apparently, I find this a little bit hard to understand, but you do you. Some people apparently are getting it on in the hospital bedrooms while they're waiting to be discharged. So you know what? Everyone has a different level of sexual activity and sexual appetite. You do you. The main thing is it feels good for you. It feels right for you. It's on your own terms and you're not feeling pressured or shamed or you know, stressed about it and it should feel good. So remember that sex should not be painful. Sex should not be sore. Sex should be pleasurable. Okay. That's what it's there for. It's not there to be a stressor or, you know, a guilt or anything like that. It's there to be full of pleasure and joy for everybody involved. So just keep that in mind. Now I got slightly sidetracked hormones. (laughs) So Your vagina is going to be drier, okay? So we need to keep in mind, and I will talk about this in a future episode when I talk about treatment tools to try and help manage any sexual problems or discomfort you might be having after birth. But it's important to acknowledge that you're probably going to be much drier down there. It's probably going to feel really different to what it usually feels like. Lubrication is not at an all-time high. So you need to be mindful of these things when you do return to sex because things may likely feel very different. Okay. So I just wanted to touch on that point. Like I said, I will talk about strategies in a um, future episode. So 
They are the main things that I want to discuss today in terms of physical changes so that you can really sit down and respect what your body has gone through, not put any pressure on yourself, but just really respect, thank your body for how bloody amazing it is, and then implement strategies if they are a problem to help you get back to a good sexual relationship with yourself and with your partner, which we'll talk about in a future episode. So hope you enjoyed that. Stay tuned for the next ones and I'll see you all soon. Bye. Hi, mamas. I really hope you love that episode. And you now, if you didn't already, have a huge appreciation for what your body is either going through or has been through already to get to this point. Maybe you're pregnant right now. Maybe you've already had your baby and maybe you didn't quite understand or respect just how much has changed physically, hormonally. And this is why maybe your sex life feels different now. And that's okay. And we will talk in a later episode with Nisha Gill about acknowledging these changes and embracing these changes with curiosity rather than feeling broken or like something's wrong with you because it definitely is not a less than version of you it is a different version of you so I hope today helps you to like I said understand and respect the changes that have happened in your body because you my friend have done an incredible thing growing a human baby and things may be different and things may not be the same, but that's okay. There's so much you can do to help that. Definitely check in with a women's health physio if things don't feel right. And um, There's so much you can do. We are going to be talking so much about this in episode two. So make sure you subscribe to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast so you don't miss out on its release. But episode two, we're going to be chatting all about my top tips, plans, management strategies to help you navigate painful sex. So if sex is not feeling right for you, if it's feeling uncomfortable, if it's feeling painful, please stay tuned for episode two. It is a really, really good one. I pretty much compile all my knowledge as a women's health physio helping women with painful sex and put it all in an episode for you. So definitely make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss out on that. And if you do want to watch this whole series all at once, like I said in the intro, there's five episodes that you can consume all today if you want. Plus there's the bonus audio track from Nisha who has put together a beautiful, relaxing track about how to get back into your body, how to settle your nervous system. If it is calling you, if you are sitting there today listening to this thinking, oh yeah, that's something that I need. I definitely need to learn to relax, settle my nervous system and get back into my body. Come and check that out. It's a bonus audio track for Posse members. You can find that track and all our other podcast episodes, plus of course our amazing pregnancy workouts and all our education inside the pregnancy posse thepregnancyposse.com if you're interested go and see what it's about for seven days I will see you on the inside there otherwise mamas I hope wherever you are right now that you are settling into your nervous system that you are honoring yourself and making sure that you're taking some time out for you and respecting all the changes your body has been through and loving and embracing every part of it I started the day at the beach and it was amazing. I looked at the sun and I you know, embraced the wind and I felt what was going on in my body and my mind and it was such a beautiful start to the day. It makes me wonder why I don't do it more often to be honest but yeah it's been a really beautiful start to the day so I hope wherever you are that you are also giving yourself some time and I will see you soon for episode two where we're going to chat all about my best tips to help manage and navigate difficult or painful sex. See you soon. Thank you.